0: This is the 14th show of the series Of a brand new radio series From Hollywood, we present the Stan Freeberg Show Brought to you by Stan Freeberg With the music of Billy May Us, the songs of Peggy Taylor With Dawes, Butler, June Parade, Peter Lee, And the Judd Conlon, Rhythm You may not find us on your TV Because in case you did not know
1: We're being brought to you by Brought to you want? Brought to you by R-A-D-I-O
2: Good evening. Well, for those of you advertising men who were frightened by our horror story last week, entitled, Gray Flannel Hat Full of Teenage Werewolves. (laughs) Don't worry, there are almost no werewolves working in the advertising agencies on Madison Avenue. (laughs) You may have noticed at the top of the show, Mr. Sewell said,
1: From
0: Hollywood, we present the Stan Freeberg Show, brought to you by Stan
1: Freeberg.
2: That's right. Tonight's show is being brought to you by me, I have retained the services of the World Advertising Agency to help me with the commercials. Uh, Stan? What is it, Dawes Butler, as they say in radio? Are you... Are you really sponsoring yourself this week? Certainly. We've only got one more week left on the air and nobody sponsored us.
3: Yeah.
2: I didn't want my feelings to be hurt, so... I picked up the tab
0: myself, you know. Yeah, yeah, but it's not very modest, Stan. I mean, doing commercials on yourself.
2: Modest? Schmodest! I paid a hundred dollars for this show.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yikes! That's an
0: awful lot of money.
2: Oh, true, but don't forget I got you, June, Peggy, Peter, Judd, and six singers,
0: Billy May, and the whole orchestra. It adds up, you know.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, uh, what kind of commercials are you going to do on this show?
1: Well, uh,
2: <laughs> my advertising agency has prepared a little something along that line. Run it down once, boys. Sandy birds, Sandy
1: birds. buy some of him today. This show is costing a hundred bucks, and brother, that is pay. He'll make a chuckle, chuckle, chuckle when he appears.
3: He do
2: Gee, that's pretty
3: (laughs) The All-American
2: Dog All-American Dog, eh? You
1: win a lot to like in a Freeburg Sneakers, glasses, (laughs) flip-top head That's not
2: exactly what I had in uh, mind
1: Sam Freeburg The foaming comedian (laughs) (laughs) Loves the ropes right down the drain (laughs) (laughs)
0: All right I want to be honest with you, but I, I didn't think much of that commercial. It, it just didn't have enough... <clears throat> no. Well, as soon as the World
2: Advertising Agency people show up, I'll spare them a piece of my mind, believe me. Ah, someone knocketh.
4: I shall admit, whomever it is. Hiya, honey. <laughs>
3: That's
2: funny, I hear a voice, but I don't see anyone. down,
4: <laughs> look down. Look down.
3: <laughs>
2: Why it's Miss Jupiter!
3: <laughs>
2: Sorry, I didn't see you there, but I'm not used to having two foot visitors.
4: <laughs> two foot one! I got on my high wheels.
2: <laughs> so you have. Well, uh, you still mad because they wouldn't let you in the Miss Universe contest?
4: Please. You had to go and mention that lousy Long Beach lineup. Now you ruined my whole geophysical year
3: (laughs) I'm
2: sorry
4: That contest is a mockery If you're going to have a Miss Universe contest, shape up (laughs)
3: Let's
4: be tolerant of all planets
2: You got a point there
4: I told you before, that's my antenna
2: So it is. Gee, and with those measurements, you should have been a shoe in, too. What are they again?
4: 89, 39, 39. Yeah. Well, don't knock it.
2: I'm not knocking it, believe me. And what brings you all the way back to Earth?
4: I come to retain your basketball. <laughs> How's that again? Well, I guess it's a basketball. It keeps floating through my backyard every hour and 35
2: minutes. (laughs) That sounds like a pretty strange basketball.
4: Well, you know it. It's strange. It keeps going...
2: Yeah, how'd you get a hold of it?
4: I just jumped up and grabbed it.
2: Uh Uh-huh. Look, uh, if it's what I think it is, it was floating only 560 miles from the Earth. Jupiter is nearly 400 million miles away. How could you reach it?
4: I got a big backyard.
2: (laughs) I'll accept that. (laughs) Is that it under your arm there? Sure. Uh Uh-huh. It isn't going beep, beep, beep now.
4: Oh, well, I hit it with a hammer. Here, I'll make it start up again. Gee, they'll make them like they used to. You know, it had little wire prongs on it, too, but I cut them off. It made it hard to dribble. (laughs)
2: You uh shot a couple games with it, did
4: you? Yeah, I shot a couple of games. Mm-hmm. But you know it wouldn't be right to keep it.
2: There's no skin off my nose.
4: What's the skin off your nose got to do with it? <laughs> well, see,
2: that's an expression we have here on earth. It means means I don't mind.
4: Oh, yeah. I I hate another expression today. Um, red tape at the Pentagon. What's red tape?
2: Well. You know, it's, it's a special tape they use in Washington for tying people up so they can't get crucial things done. <laughs>
3: oh,
4: What's wait that? a minute. That started my computer waking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tear off that little ticket tape coming out of my ear and read it.
2: All righty. It says, old Jupiter proverbs say, while standing around arguing about who owns ball, look at scoreboard occasionally. Other team may be shooting baskets. (laughs) (laughs) Food for thought. Well, it's nice to see you again.
4: Likewise. Say, after I get in the saucer. Will you close the hatch, honey?
2: My pleasure.
4: (laughs) Bye. Bye.
2: And there she goes Gee, she was kind of attractive, wasn't she, Peggy?
5: Well, yeah, if you dig science fiction
2: Oh, I don't know I I thought she had pretty shapely wheels
5: Well, yeah, but she dyes her antenna I can tell
2: (laughs) Oh, you're just jealous Oh, pardon me, ladies and gentlemen, Peggy Taylor You uh, got a basketball number for us, have you?
3: Well,
5: sorry, I'm just fresh out, Stan. Mm-hmm. But I have found a lovely new number called Love Is Mine.
2: Love Is Mine. Are mm-hmm. Judd Conlon and Billy Megan going to help you? Well,
5: they better. Good. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Oh, thank you, Peggy. That was lovely. Well, I guess I'd better get over to World Advertising and see if they got some more commercials for me.
5: World Advertising. Good morning. Yes, Mr. Gambit, I'll tell Miss Teasley. Good morning, Miss Teasley. This is Switchboard. Mr. Gambit says Mr. Friedberg is expected, and will you please send him right in? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right in. Goodbye, Z. Good morning and welcome to World Advertising.
1: Why,
2: uh, Why? yes, good morning, Miss... Uh, Teasley. I'd like to see Mr... Gambit. Uh, Mr. Gambit.
4: He'll uh, see you right now, right this way. Oh,
2: fine, all right? Thank you very much.
4: Mr. Bargham, Mr. Freeburg, to see Mr. Gambit.
0: Yes, sir. Pleased to see you, Mr. Freeburg. Yes, I'm please. please, pleased to see you. Miss Partner, Mr. Freeberg for Mr. Gambit
4: Pleasure to see you Nice to meet you Down this way
0: All right Oh, uh, yes, Miss Partner
4: Mr. Freeberg, to see Mr. Gambit, you be
0: Oh, pleasure How do you do? Over here, please All right J.T., Mr. S.F. to see Okay Pleasure to make Up here, please Yes, well, uh, Through there Yes? Uh, Stan Freeberg Oh, come right in Oh, Stan, my boy. Wait, stand right there. Don't move. I can see it now. The camera dollies in closer and closer. We focus on one eye and superimpose Stan the Man Freeberg. What a picture. But, Mr. Gambit, will that be good on radio? (laughs) Oh, I... I like a man with perspective, Stan. I can tell your shirt collar button's in the back. (laughs) You're one of us. Now,
2: why is it you've come to us again? Well, see, my radio show has been on a long time and we have no sponsors, so this week I'm sponsoring myself. I thought I'd like you to handle the commercials. Oh,
0: yes. Uh, Have you ever handled a product like Freeburg before? Oh, yes, indeed. We've handled dog products before. (laughs) Yeah, but have you ever handled a human being before? My boy, we've handled countries before. We're called World Advertising because we're equipped to handle countries. Gee, I never heard of a nation having an advertising agency before. My boy. We represent West Germany, Switzerland, Thailand, and Disneyland. (laughs) (laughs) Great nations all. Now let me show you a a little sample campaign we did for the good old USA.
1: America is mild, For people who know countries best It's America two to one Here's a man with red and white striped pants Blue coat, a top hat with stars around it And a white goatee Have you ever seen me before, sir? No, I haven't All right Here's a little soil from another country Take it in your hand All right Now, drill for oil in it Plant cotton in it Establish great industry in it For the little man as well as the big Move the Dodgers in it. (laughs) Sorry, I can't do it. Nothing is happening. All right. Now take a little bit of this American earth in your other hand. All right. Say, look at that. Oil is being drilled. Look at that cotton growing. Look at that great industry being established for the little man as well as the big. And look at those Dodgers being moved
3: California, here we
1: come Gonna be an L.A. (laughs)
3: thumb.
1: Well, Hunk, how about it? You've tried both native soils now What do you think? Well, the American soil, it's milder (laughs) Definitely milder Yes and you too will say, I'm sold on America.
0: <laughs> uh, some
2: campaign, eh, boy? Yeah, gee, that was nifty. Is that the kind of commercial you're going to do for
0: me? I mean, you're going to drill for oil in me? <laughs> <laughs> We've got to give you the human touch. I see you earthy, simple, as American as an apple pie, a hot dog, a briar patch leg.
3: <laughs> First thing
0: we've got to do is to make you more pathetic. Here. <clears throat> what are you doing there? I'm tearing the buttons off your coat to get you more sympathy. Yeah, but... Hey, but... Now, you're a bachelor. Women will want to mother you. You have a hole in your shoes. That I've got. Oh, good. (laughs) Excellent. You'll be a cinch to win. Have you talked to Stevenson lately? (laughs) Uh, yes. (laughs) Now you've got the human touch.
2: The human touch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but what about the commercials? Now, the one you sent me over this morning, I didn't care for that too much.
0: Oh, no, that... don't worry about it. Now, 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 listen to this one. It's got the human touch.
3: Listen. you wonder where the free bird went If you listen in two weeks from now Weeks from now, weeks from
0: now Well, Stan, uh, what do you think? It doesn't have enough... <clears throat> mm, <laughs> I see. Well, what do I do now? Well, nothing, my boy. You just go right on with your show, and we'll integrate the commercial, Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, through the magic of radio, here I am back in the studio. And what do you know,
2: there's just time to do the sketch. The name's Sam Spillade. Hello, sweetheart.
5: Hello, Sam.
2: This caper started when a tough guy with a nose like a broken liverwurst called me on the phone. I picked it up. I picked it up. And the tough guy says, This is Max of Max's Nifty Thrifty. You spalade." He bit off his words like a rattlesnake striking a radish. <laughs> I'm spallied.
1: What do you want Tough guy The gravy mob Is moving in I got a job For you If you got what it
2: But <laughs> well, I didn't hear The end of his sentence Darn it <laughs> Next thing I knew I was waking up On the sidewalk My head feeling Like an earth satellite 560 miles Off my neck <laughs> The rain was Pelting in my ear Like a faucet Dripping in a rubber sink Someone dropped a lit cigarette on my cheek, and a black pointed Capizio shoe, size 3 AAA, was grinding it out. There was ankle above that shoe, and it was everything an ankle should be. But there was more a tiny ankle bracelet. Beside the ankle bracelet, (laughs) there was an ankle bracelet (laughs) with the words, Melissa, Alexandria, Shreven, Hop, and Gortensbotton, with love forever and ever, signed Max of Max's Nifty Market, where the food's a delight and the price is just right. (laughs) I made my move. The ankle broke like a kid's Thanksgiving wishbone on Christmas Day. screamed and fell like a sack of wet spaghetti at a noodle festival. I looked down at her. She was beautiful in that orange bathing suit and built the most. A perfect 39, 39, 39. Her hair floated in the running gutter like a spun gold mop in a bucket of crankcase oil.
1: I kissed her full on the mouth. We'll be back to our romantic story in just a moment. But first, a word from our sponsor. Mmm, good. Mmm, good.
2: That's what Instant Freeburg is cracked up to be.
1: (laughs) Yes, folks, there's never been a product quite like Instant Freeburg. All you do is add hot sponsor, and Instant Freeburg springs into a million tiny flavor jokes just like that. Get some today. Gribbly gribb gribb, go and buy some instant to bird, Berg, burgly bird Berg, bird. You will say he isn't bad. Gribbly gribb, he's got buttons on his jacket, giggly giggle. Boy, they wanna scream.
2: <laughs> so that was the pitch. Where the beautiful doll with her sconce in the gutter fitted into the picture, I didn't know yet. I was going to find out I went to pay a call on Max To see what he'd hired me for His stand was a big supermarket layout I crawled through a window It was plate glass It was easy to spot Max You couldn't miss He was big and he was tough And he had Max on his jacket I gave him my calling card it was a kick in his stomach. <laughs> he fell like a lard tree in a blast furnace.
1: <laughs> no, no, pardon me, Sam. I didn't recognize you at first.
2: So that was the story. <laughs> the gravy mob was moving in, slithering, sliding through the supermarket like a three-legged octopus in a pool of yogurt. <laughs> I didn't know which way to turn, so I went into a commercial. Yes. You're listening to this Stan Freeburg Show? Yes. What do you think of it?
0: I hate it.
3: <laughs>
0: yes,
2: new Freeberg fans are being made every day.
3: <laughs>
2: Listen to Freeberg. You'll enjoy him. He's funnier than a cement boot. I nailed the lid on the commercial and skipped back to the store. I was up against a stone wall, and suddenly... Suddenly, I felt like it had fallen on my head. I woke up on the sidewalk. My head felt like a sack full of knuckles. My brain's unscrambled as I felt a burning cigarette being crushed out in my cheek by a foot in a fresh white plaster cast. Something familiar about the orange toenail. So I looked for the other leg and tenderized it. I rushed back into the store and made for the frozen foods department. Just as I thought, there was a large woman leaning over the freezer. She was loading up with frozen TV dinners. I grabbed her Fruit of the Loom house coat and ripped hard. That high-pitched scream didn't fool me, for underneath the dress was Baby Jowl's Grossbeck. Notorious food heister. I spun him toward me. And there were the telltale gravy spots on his vest. I whipped out my 38-snub nose like a snake and inserted it in his right ear.
0: <laughs> the gun in my ear tickles, boy.
1: <laughs> I like to tickle. And this sort of shotgun in your back ought to be a riot.
2: I could feel the two barrels pressing into my back. It was Max. One move and there'd be a hole in me like the grill of an Edsel. (laughs) I was about to make my move when the sweetest voice this side of the turtle said,
5: All right, Max, drop the pea shooter.
2: As the gun clattered to my feet like a sawed-off shotgun falling on a supermarket floor... I turned around, and there she stood in two fresh plaster casts. (laughs) With her orange bathing suit and white legs, she looked like little orphan Annie at an aquacade. (laughs) But stacked.
3: All right,
5: boys, let's go. Surprised, Sam?
2: I had to admit she had me buffaloed. Upon closer examination, what I thought said Jansen on her hip, in actuality, said,
4: Yours truly, Jenny Dollar Ninety-Eight.
2: I kissed her full on the lips. She liked it.
4: How did you tumble to the caper, Samona?
2: It was easy. Max was the head of a ring that smuggled TV dinners illegally to people who had no television sets. She bit me on the ear, and blood ran down my neck like a red river of no return. I gave her a love tap with my blackjack. She gave me a knee in the stomach, a judo chop in the back of my neck, and a right plaster cast full on the mouth. My bridge work bounced around the floor like Mexican jumping teeth. I smashed her collarbone with a jug of blackstrap molasses and went home. When I got home, I poured myself a tall one and sat down by my radio to gum a TV dinner. (laughs) All in all, I had quite a day. I wrapped up the gravy mob caper and put in a claim to Blue Cross, signed, yours truly, Sam Spillet.
1: (laughs) Brought to you by Instant Freeburg. Sam Freeburg, the foaming comedian, floats the jokes, pipe down the drain.
2: Thank you so much. Well, that about winds up the Noodle Festival here in Studio B for a night. Next week, of course, will be our last show, and we hope you'll all be here to break program with us. <laughs> we'll have all the favorites you've requested. So far, the only number for sure is Monsieur Thule and his Toon Sheep. He's in for sure, so please keep the letters coming. Until next week, then, this is Stan Freberg saying thanks for listening, God bless you, and good night.
1: produced in Hollywood by Pete Barnum and is written by Stan
0: Freeberg and Pete Barnum. Featuring the music of Billy May, John Connors from the Mayors, and the songs of Peggy Taylor, with Doss Butler, Peter Leeds, and June Murray. Bud Sewell speaking.